normal. Move it. Normal people. Normal people. Move it. Hey everybody, Happy New Year. This is the first uh, NMNP of a new decade. Uh, Andrew always hates it when I specify the times that we recorded <laughs> something because uh, you'll probably be listening to this in September of 2021. I was going to say when the decade closes, oh, actually, okay. we'll get back to this one. We're going to do a best of the decade, but that's just everything we yeah. did in the decade uploaded at once. <laughs> Andrew, could you just hold it a couple months so it comes out in 2030 and it makes sense again? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that works. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I'm Jordan. Um, you might also know me as Roy from The Office. <laughs> That's cheating. That's not uh, a line in this movie. Um, and you've got Andrew, uh, you know, Badger for Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex, something we found in the woods. So you Damn. got a real one, Alex. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Feral sure time. Yeah. It got real really quick. Studied by academics yeah, for like yeah, decades. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still not completely understood. Yeah. yeah. This it's, is actually a part of your therapy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The acclimation yeah. to society through superhero movies. If you're trying to acclimate anybody to society, it's a very bad genre to do yeah. it in. <laughs> because it's uh, uh, you're maybe not great all the time. It's sometimes like openly fascistic <laughs> uh, that 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 kind of gets you used to society hey <laughs> it's, it's a, ripped from tomorrow's headlines it's as good a hey. nurturer as elizabeth banks there we go. in this movie there um, you go. Yeah. we are talking brightburn tonight which is something that i'm really glad that we got to uh it was um sort of a casualty of when i was out of new york and we didn't record as often but um i definitely I'm the only one here, to my knowledge, that saw this in theaters. Yeah. Um, I can tell you I saw this in theaters when visiting my folks back home. Um, I went at like 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night or something. I was the only person in the theater the entire time. It's one of the few times in my life where I've legitimately been completely solo in like a multiplex screen where that could have accommodated like 150 people. Wow. I mean... Yeah, this is one of the rare movies where there's a few that the first time people hear about this movie is sometimes like listening to the show. Yeah, I and this I, could easily be that for a few. For few sure. People. Yeah. This is um definitely not um <laughs> one of the marquee uh 2019 comic book movies. You know, this isn't Avengers Endgame. This isn't Joker. <laughs> um this is um more towards, um, you know, about a year or so ago, we did a, a, a bunch of, like, independent superhero movies in a row. Um, this isn't quite as indie as those because it was released in major multiplexes. I think um, the only thing that's really, that's independent in the same way that those movies were, like Special and Defendor, is just the budget. Like, it's not, it doesn't have any of that same creativity or spirit. Maybe I'm jumping ahead. No, no, no. Bit, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost an unfair comparison is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> so this that. didn't do great um, in terms of like box office take, um, which is the least surprising thing ever, because as we'll get to um, this, Brightburn sort of 
has this ability to maybe present itself initially as something that's risky and and you know not your typical comic book movie but um when it comes down to actual execution that is immediately like moot like this is something that is um um uh, we were i was mentioning like av club stuff when we were watching this like sometimes they do like retrospectives about like um interesting failures like you know movies that don't catch on or that like just flew under the yeah, radar when or they fizzled were released. or something yeah so yeah. um that seems to be where I would say this is going to end up like, like the, the, the topic of a think piece like years and years from now. Yeah. Or we sort of joked about it being like the only thing you'll be referenced in regards to is being like the precursor to a better movie that sort of carries forward some of the, some of the, like the good ideas that are buried very deep in this movie. I see. I'm going to start right there with what you just said and say, I don't think there are good ideas buried in this movie at all. I think that this whole thing is the, the elevator pitch for this movie could have been something better. That's all this movie is. As far as I'm concerned, it is. A, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, it's a, so the yeah. TV guide blurb. Yo, yeah, that's right. really like, good. Like a Alex. Leonard Malton plot description. Of yeah. This. yeah. Yeah. And if you right. want to talk about elevator pitch, like that's where it starts and finishes like it's what if superman but evil yes and it doesn't like there's no kind of additional anything on top of it so as soon as you hear the premise you have had the movie spoiled for you oh, for sure. nothing yeah. nothing the, interesting beyond that just idea over and over again oh well superman like but he killed that guy and that girl yeah. and that <laughs> other guy too yeah it's just like no that's the same thing three times though mm-hmm. um i mean I, I think the only thing that would probably surprise people after hearing the pitch is how they show that evil quality and that it's more, it's a lot more of a like cheap slasher movie yeah, than you think it would be based on that. That pitch. isn't interesting. The, 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 the only thing interesting about it, like, um, is what it doesn't, what it doesn't do. do. Yeah. yeah the, like, the moments it doesn't yeah. have the, the like uh, in a lot of yes. cases, I feel like if you told people like that pitch and you're like, what do you think would be, like the climax of that movie or what do you think would be like a scene in that movie? They'd probably get like wrong every time. It's every also, guess would not be something that happens. Here. I also yeah. refuse to, I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. I also refuse to accept that this is even like a, this is, there's nothing creative to the premise whatsoever. Like it's, it, sure. this is the same thing that could have been like a, like a, a weekly Superman comic in like 1952 where like he goes to a parallel universe where he yeah. was, you know, where he goes somewhere else instead of uh, Kansas, yeah. and and then he just does everything that you expect he would do, and then the story's over. Yeah, like a a, a tamer, less gore filled version of this could have been like a Smallville special episode. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's no more sophistication from that. They don't take it beyond that premise at all. And and in fact, more, take it in directions that yes. like actively disserve what they're trying so, to do. And yeah. worse than that is the fact that like, um, that, yeah, it's, it's not really a premise. It's like a thought experiment. Um, and it also doesn't seem to be giving that much thought to the premise that it's riffing on in the first place. It's because, not giving much thought to basically two genres. Right. Oh yeah. We'll get to the genre sure, stuff yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> but like for this is obviously you need to know the Superman mythos, which is, 
like ingrained in Western pop culture and has been for like 80 plus years at this point. It's kind of the only thing this movie has going for it. But it's, but yeah. it doesn't have anything going for it. Like that's, it's just, it has like, it's it, in its corner, but it actively ignores like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Actually. It, wow. Hold on. That the, the thing you just said that you basically have to know about Superman. Can we all take a second and do our own little thought experiment where you see this movie and you don't know the origin of Superman? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty amazing. Can you imagine how this this movie is already just a, a, an empty void? It's nothing. And it would somehow be even less if you didn't even understand that the pitch was like, this is a twist on a pre-existing thing. If it was just... They found an alien boy and then they adopted him for some reason. Like you don't even get why they did that. We yeah. know why they did that because that's what they did with Superman. So it doesn't even have like so you're saying that with if the if like our familiarity of that present that premise wasn't there then the movie would be even more it would be like, like unintelligible. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't make any it wouldn't even begin to make sense. Yeah, I, I assume that this like that hypothetical viewer would be like there's like reels missing from this right like, yeah it would be like there's scenes missing yeah, like, yeah for sure this is like yeah it's it would be like watching scary movie but you have like, never seen scream. <laughs> you've never seen scream and you don't yeah. even know scream exists yeah so you're like why right. is the guy dressed in that like spooky costume and like making all these jokes about what yeah. your favorite horror movie is you'd actually just have to show like scary teen to like scary movie to like eight teenager today so hope, and they would yeah, be like yeah, yeah. completely that's your thought experiment's done there we there. go yeah. so so uh, to answer your question alex you need to go find someone who is 85 years old and has never left the coma <laughs> they entered in when they were two and you need them to yeah, wake shake up them awake and be yeah like, and then yeah, show them right burn <laughs> yeah <laughs> Then explain why you broke it into the retirement community. And then you can, yeah. yeah, then you can start talking to them about why they're now eighty-seven years old. Because yes. the last thing they remember is like is like having a bite of a cupcake. Yeah, in, in <laughs> on the, the day Kennedy was shot, a, yeah. way earlier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they heard World War Two had just been declared, and then they fell asleep for eighty years. Yeah, they woke okay. up to Brightburn. They woke up to Brightburn. Oh, yeah, it, uh, it's it's the year twenty twenty. We all watch this now. Everyone has to see it. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's also <laughs> the first film Strap this in. person's seen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love this it. is less. I this, you guys know how time yeah, works. Yeah, now this, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've devolved completely into elder abuse. I was about now. to say yeah. the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. We've got Andrew we were, we're breaking into rest characters. homes and kidnapping these poor old men. <laughs> you got to see this movie. Yeah. You're like, where what am I? Movie? Yeah. <laughs> Are you my grandson? Yeah. Yes. No. Dad. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bummer. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the movie right. doesn't do anything. No, here, here's what I was getting. I was getting to the fact that like, um, there's, there's no nuance to to the Brandon character himself whatsoever. I'd argue there's, there's not even a character. There is no character. There's like a, just a strong motivation to hurt. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's true. Really yeah, it. that's yeah. the only way you can use the word motivation in this entire fucking movie. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's that's. Yeah, and, I, and, and that motivation is like. Well encouraged by their parents. Oh yeah, his his, 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 yeah. his parents are just like like absent at best, enablers. compulsively <laughs> terrible at yes. their job. Yeah, um, those are the most interesting parts of the movie when they're where they're like debating how crazy the situation is and like trying to get on the same page. But they also don't show any signs of ever being on the same page or trying to like yeah. work together with their son. 
Well, they miss some like crucial beats at the beginning where they don't make it clear how much of this kid's abilities and origins are known to the parents. The, I think which, like, my, is not my really assumption, a good I, mystery. I think you can just, yeah, I think you can cruise on assumptions where it's just like, presumably because they have a completely normal life, like they would show us if there was anything not normal about him up into the point we see him. But that's like, just like awaken, cheap and right? lazy storytelling. But I think you, you, sure. you, you yourself, Acosta, made the joke of how like there should have been like, a retort from the dad being like, this kid came from a fucking spaceship. Because they to know a lot it. of like Elizabeth See, Banks yes. attempted explanations. That should come up much earlier in their conversation that than be, it does. That like we're we like I'd love to invite some, you know, editing changes here. I think for sure that that like only one parent should have known that he was an yeah, alien in the first place. That would place. have been way more interesting. Or just like or have them have the two of them actually have strong ideological differences about anything because they don't. They just seem to be like people who've been together forever and have like like a, a, a benignly loving yeah. relationship. Or, or you even tap into, like you could tap, it's a little cheap, but like you could tap into the fear of like her son being taken away. If this is like, she's like they don't even bother to do that. They set up, they, spe- they have like a hilarious opening shot of this couple with like a shelf full of fertility books yeah. and they don't even try to commit to like, her being scared of losing her only son. Like, they don't really have lines or scenes about that. They do have it. She is, like, game for showing how frantic she is. Like, Elizabeth Banks is is good. Like, she's... She has the best instincts of actress in this movie in that she kind of goes into, like, a Carrie's mom territory. No way. Carrie's mom is, like, a religious Bible thumper, like, aggressive... No, but, like, in terms of being actively, like, overprotective and irrational. Like, that's kind of the only good reading of this script <laughs> I is w- that character i and she doesn't fully tap into that but no like, no that's, no yeah she needed like we needed to know things about her at all and we needed to yeah. see her grow a little bit in those like opening scenes this movie is also the rare nmmp selection that is probably 20 to 30 minutes too short yeah <laughs> because like you could this is like barely 80 something minutes and you could have um you could have definitely used uh, like another reel just devoted to the family and and the personalities yeah. of the mother and father. But you you could say that, but I don't feel like we're 15 minutes of scenes away from having characters. Uh, it would be the only 15 be, minutes in that movie that would be dedicated to no, like, did, building those up. And that it's the start though. You have to swap scenes yeah, out yeah, yeah. and and make them just throughout the whole movie there is zero no, I, I'm not not to be an English teacher about it, but nothing means anything in this movie. It's just a sequence of events happening. Yeah, if and there's it's, no it's, there's no catalyst. <laughs> there's no cat. There's nothing that happens to actually compel him to start lashing out either. It just seems to be like yes. some sort of a puberty thing. It, it's it's literally no. yeah. At, the, at yeah. the beginning of the movie, they're like, um, there's a um a species of hornet that uh, uh it, it tricks other hornets into raising its young and then it the young take over the nest yeah, from the inside yeah. and it's that's like that's about as nuanced as you. you're going to get here yeah it but again it, it fails to actually mean anything it's just it's just a thing they say to like be a parallel and then they just call it a day yeah, yeah. had had you had stronger characters for like i'm not even saying like a stronger character for brandon which would have been great but if you like, if you actually showed what, like, like a little bit about what his life is there, other than um, 
scenes of violence followed immediately by like happy camping trips followed immediately by scenes of violence. Um, it becomes like, I I want something more coherent than that. And, and the idea that they're riffing, like the, the idea that, that this Brightburn is what if Superman, but bad, um, it's, it's, it's the, it's the idea that's governed Superman for 80, whatever years is the fact that like, he is the way he is because he landed in that location. And it's because of, Nurture. It's nature because of nurture, nature. And, and it's because of, um, of like, the, the down-home... Midwestern values. Midwestern values of, of the Kents yeah. that help shape him into, like, the yes. hero that he is. This is 0% a nature versus nurture movie at all, because it doesn't... It's sh- a nothing it's movie. A, it does, yeah. like, he is simply just a bad apple from the start. Yeah. There's... And he starts hearing, like, the, like, like Sauron's disembodied voice <laughs> telling him yes. to, like... Go to Baradur yeah, and yeah, kill, yeah. His, yeah, kill his mom. Uh, I mean, Acosta sort of said it already. It's like, it's one of these movies where characters don't make choices in this movie. It's pretty That's much entirely true. reactions. That's true for sure. Yeah. Um, the and, and one of you two said this earlier, I think, or something along the line is, is like, if we're looking at how the parents act, the only way it makes even the remotest bit of sense is if they're just in like a constant state of denial which is also like a really boring it's 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 especially boring when you don't try to rationalize it or explain it in any way i I, that's why i really think that it could have been really cool if like only one parent knew or if there were other like it'd be cool yeah it'd be cool if we had a protagonist yeah like or if 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 brandon there was a character that Yes. Or he's or go. he's actually like betrayed by his parents or his upbringing. The closest yes. we get to that is when he's like brought out to the woods for like in it because his dad's trying to murder him, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um but by then there's no sympathy from Brandon at all because he's murdered so many people in cold blood for yeah. no reason that it's impossible to care about what he does. So that big yeah, emotional it's, it's like, moment well, yeah, he, is he, not there. He, he, yeah. You know, the, you're, at that point, you're on the dad's side. Like, the mom and dad, I guess, are the protagonists, but, like, they don't do anything. They don't mean anything. They don't – they aren't interesting. They aren't compelling. Um, so, I – So there's all of that. Like, I agree with everything you just said for sure. Um, so that's how it – so basically, that's just the way the movie operates. Um, I, up until um, these very strange – like illogical moments of like balls out craziness, like acceptance of actions and events yeah. that like w- are absurd. Again, like the only rationale for that is that like parents are just like, Oh, that's weird. Let's never talk about it again. Yeah. The problem is when they bring like other people into the fold or when you see, when characters see like overwhelming physical evidence of supernatural phenomenon and do absolutely nothing yeah like even when there's multiple witnesses and everything like that like there's this scene that i think is a real good um um you could just like roll your eyes point like like an early moment where it just betrays you for even like trying to care about it is when he is when brandon is this is after he's been like a mysterious super pervert and like leering in the bedroom of a, a girl from his class yeah, yeah. who did the, you know, who did the unforgivable thing of encouraging him. Yes, yeah. Um, so anyways, he's just like creeping up and being like a lunatic for no reason. Um, and then he gets bullied because this is a superhero movie with a child and that child is always going to be bullied. Absolutely. Um, and 
The bullies don't suffer anything from it at all. No. Yeah, which is weird. I thought there'd be like some revenge yeah. fantasy in there. Even or Flash Thompson gets some like cafeteria trade on his fanny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so he random gets knocked down and um and the, the classroom t- is they forced to help. Yeah. And <laughs> what what will I'm actually gonna break from formula here because this is my most normal moment is um <laughs> yes. when uh so Brandon's knocked down there. It's like gym class outside and the girl that he was creeping on um, is like staring at him with fear and disgust because she saw him in her fucking bedroom and the coach is like, give him a hand. And she's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. And then he's like, give her a hand, give him a hand or you fail this class, which makes me laugh really hard even when I think about it. <laughs> because like, so like uh, that happens a lot in high school where um, otherwise, yeah. Yeah, otherwise your, your conduct has been great. Like you've participated in everything. Mm-hmm. But if you're not trying to help someone who has like hurt you before, then that's just a, that's just yes. a lack of, 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 you know. It, yeah, it'd be like an internet Character. if you like didn't spit your gum out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like yeah, spit that gum out or you fail this class. Exactly. There you go. I love it. I, um, I, I'm hoping it was like they meant it to be like, oh, you failed today's lesson, like no, today's class. Then no, why word it like that? Class. Yeah, they should just say you failed this lesson. So anyway, so so she's like, eventually after that weird threat, she's like, okay, I'll I'll help him up and I'll take his hand and. Um, Brandon, for no other reason other than the fact that he's like a psycho and um, is like a little, I guess, embarrassed about the fact that she caught him like like staring at her and violating her personal space. He didn't like being called out as pervert. Exactly. Yeah. Her personal space. He was in her room at night. That's her space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's her space. That's, you know, it's more than just no, like he's a being complete, a close talker. Yeah, you know he's a I mean? complete lunatic. <laughs> yes. um, he's a dangerous psycho. Yeah, he's yes, a dangerous point maniac. In the movie. And, and this he, is 20 minutes in. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And he, um, he takes her hand and fucking, like, in some evil man rage he like snaps two of her fingers and then like breaks her hand so badly that it like rotates into the opposite yeah. direction and then you immediately cut to one of the best scenes in the movie yes. which is which is like the disciplinary hearings for this which is like a mild suspension for him yeah and they somehow he like elizabeth banks turns it around on like the parent of the child <laughs> Yes. Yeah, being like, ah, oh, you just don't like my son. Because yeah. he, he's just he broke into your house. Yeah, you're picking on kids. Yeah, yeah. No. USA, no. USA, USA. Yeah. She, she's disqualifying herself as a protagonist. Like, you, you don't, yeah. don't root for her after that. So, like, if but if they had actually like built up that stuff that Andrew was saying about how like she could have this giant complex about like finally having a son and yeah, that's fair. Like, had they built that up a little bit more than not at all, then you could understand why she was immediately to jumping to that sort of behavior. Yeah, I, but it doesn't do that. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel it all just comes down to the point that, like, having him go from zero to psycho means that this movie has really no suspense or stakes. No, like, no, not at all. There's nothing really to that scene of, like, oh, what's the risk here that, like, things will escalate? Like, I, yeah. yeah, I also think that... um like before I, I agree with you that there's zero sense of surprise. That's what happens with um that's what happens with faulty genre pieces for both of these. Like you and I and Alex have all 
seen fucking 131 of these movies that are no i'm talking about the 131 of these movies that as soon as the first image is on screen we know exactly what's gonna happen (laughs) so you get that here for sure like as a superhero movie or whatever you you know exactly how this is gonna go down and then also as a horror movie you know exactly how it's gonna go down too yeah so um right you do get surprised at how gross they're willing to get. Uh, oh, yeah, that's definitely that's surprising. Fair. This is more gruesome than your typical horror movie. But again, not that gruesomeness kind of turns the movie into like an unintentional comedy. Uh, see, I was I was going to ask you guys about that. Like, do you think these two genres can work together? Do you think like do you think they're, they naturally disqual- like disqualify each other? Because. You know, if and when New Mutants appears, that's also going to be something that's trying to trying to blend comic book um, aesthetics with like horror movie pacing um, and and tone and everything like that. I don't think that that and I think that most things could work also as a superhero movie. I, I don't see why. Why not? But what do you guys think? I think um, I think I would agree with you. Superhero movie is more. It's like it's like science fiction. Like it doesn't necessarily dictate a certain plot, which means you can just have a horror movie plot inside of a setting, right? Right. Um, I I think you could easily, you know, uh, there's a lot of in in most. I, I shouldn't say most. I'm not a horror movie expert at all. It's it's. Correct me if I go wrong, but it's a common concept in horror movies to have, like, the sole survivor character, usually, like, the last girl who is, like, the heroine and and she's the one who can outrun or defeat or outwit, you know, the the monster or the bad guy or whatever, right? Yeah, when you look at, like, horror of the of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. That's definitely right. Early. And that's also yeah. something that's like, yeah, that like Cabin in the Woods called into it. It's like the entire theme of that movie. Yeah, it's become yeah. a trope at this point, but keep going, Alex. Yeah, yeah. well, and, and I think it'd be very easy to, you know, uh, have a superhero be that spot or even have a team of superheroes be the ones getting killed off or whatever, right? I, I think it's not that much of a stretch. I think it's just like an added twist or an added wrinkle. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, I, I don't I don't think there's any kind of inherent like nope the characters are too strong to be adequately scared right? right like it's it's all a matter of scale or perspective or whatever like where it, it's it's about the powerlessness in comparison to the situation or the monster or the enemy or whatever wow, you should go to film school <laughs> but um uh no and obviously um we see we can see advantage like examples of that outright if you look at you know horror comics of the 1950s for example where like they don't skimp on the gruesomeness or like they yeah. like you know the the that the classic idea of like horror as a punishing force is like well in vogue and stuff like that oh yeah um so i don't think that that um making it a superhero rather than just like a comic book thing is impossible i definitely think that that like that it's fertile ground. It's and we've looked at a, a like a heck of a lot of these movies in the past several years, and this is the first one that I can think of that's actually tried to do both. The I, I think that it was something that was just deemed to be poisonous, like much like the whole R-rated comic book movie thing. As a what concept. was the idea of like of adding horror elements to um, 
to a comic book movie because you get the you you get um like a, a possible disconnect between superhero stuff, which is the most accessible genre out there right now. <laughs> Everybody watches it, and horror, which is the most niche genre. The horror movies still do really well commercially if they get good reviews and if they have like positive word of mouth, but. Um, for many, many, many people who go to the movies on a regular basis, horror is immediately a disqualifying thing. Like they won't. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. They actually, obviously this concept of superheroes and horror combining is um, something that we've been talking about new mutants forever. And yeah. that's what they're trying to do with that movie. Um, but another thing, I don't know if you guys caught this. Um, Somebody had mentioned that the upcoming Doctor Strange sequel, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I think. Yeah, currently without uh, a director. Yes, currently without the director, but no plans to slow it down. They are not suspending any of the uh, pre-production. That They're always works out full really steam ahead well. Right now. Yes, yeah. they've done plenty of these movies without scripts in the MCU. <laughs> What's a director, more or less, you know? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that movie, which is destined for great things, was originally... Another great reason that to look forward to it is they said, oh, this is going to be kind of like a horror MCU movie. And everyone was like, ooh, and their eyebrows raised. Yeah. And then, like, uh, Kevin Feige, like, walked it back. Yeah, they uh, immediately had to and, and, and was like, oh, it will have some horror sequences. Yeah. And everyone was like, that sounds like BS. It yeah. sounds like it'll have, like, two jump scares or something. Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't sound like you are actually building a horror atmosphere. Another, the return of zombie Iron Man. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I think that's yeah. I I think that it's. I think they walked it back for the reasons Jordan's or Jordan is saying here. Yeah. Um, I this is which it makes this this movie in general seem that much more interesting for a second until you realize that it's bungled both parts. Like it's bungled the superhero stuff because it doesn't really have any interest in. Following up yeah. on on the story that it's spoofing or whatever, it also um, as a horror movie, like Andrew was saying before, it's basically just like um, like a gross out like jump scare s- slasher film that is yeah. just like fundamentally uninteresting because we also don't. It is closer to a slasher film than like a Man of Steel knockoff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, the R rating helps for sure. May like distinguish it as like as horror first superhero second. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because like most R rated superhero movies of like our era are ones where like violence is mostly used to like make action a little more visceral or like in the case of Deadpool, like for comedy. And I was going to go yeah. to that too. Now that you mentioned it, um, if they wanted to thread this incredibly difficult needle, I really think that they needed to change the tone almost entirely. Um, I think that that you should have given it some kind of a dark sense of humor or, yes. or, or like have it anything other than played super straight in that like B movie sort of way. Yeah. And if you look at like, um, like speaking of Elizabeth Banks and, and James Gunn, they did a movie in the mid two thousands called um, Slither. Which I never is saw that, but yeah. which is um, also a horror movie, um, and but it's way more of like a horror comedy, and it's filled with like tons of visceral, disgusting, gross-out stuff. Um, but it sticks the tone so well that the whole thing is like incredibly charming, um, and like the cast is really clearly into it, which makes it really fun. It's just like it's it's about as much fun you can have with 
a horror movie. Like it's it's like sure. it's repulsive, but like goofy. It's it's playing it's it straight, aware. but also aware of how ridiculous the whole premise is. It also has this sort of like rural um, motif going on. Like it's so it it makes something like this, which is produced, which is written by some other guns, <laughs> look like look like sort of a a very underwhelming follow up to a movie that had been made. Um, like a decade in change before this. So um, if you have any interest in some like, you know, lesser seen gross out um, James Gunn fun, and you've already seen <laughs> super, then move on to, uh, Slither? to yeah. Slither. Yeah. Skip this. Uh, yeah. Skip. This is basically just a good piece of advice in general. We I can think. make that the episode text <laughs> or that or some skip other it. guns. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or something about the, you know, the old folks home raid. <laughs> um, you guys remember skip it, skip, was it skip it, skip, just skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it. There you go. What, yeah. what are you talking about? Talk about great card. It, it was, oh no, I was thinking of, what was, there was, there was a toy. You don't remember this? Bop skip it? it. Bop it. Twist it. No, not that. Skip it. No, no, no. Yeah, skip it. Was, it. it was, <laughs> skip it. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, like a, it was like a hula hoop that you put on your ankle, and you would have to, like, jump oh, okay. your other foot over it. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, Acosta, that's like a house arrest bracelet. You shouldn't play Yeah, you shouldn't tinker with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to play around with it. In terms <laughs> of your probation, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Jordan, can I try my hand at fixing this movie? <laughs> I would love that. That's one of my favorite features. I mean, we show. can we can we can hold it off for a little bit, but I don't have much more to go on. No, no, no. This is as good a time as any. All right. Um, so I was thinking the same thing as what you just said, where you um, make it like a dark comedy of some kind, dark comedy horror thing. Um, just just lean into the Superman stuff and and take out the part where the it just randomly becomes evil because evil. Um, you, what you do is you just you just have the same basic idea, but um, you 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 just reverse the Superman formula, like you said before. You just have his adopted parents be like, you know, the the worst of American excess or whatever, right? Have yeah. them be like super trashy like superficial or whatever have it like be rich people instead of like country people or something right um and and you just have them like you know see him learn like the you know their terrible values and like how the horribly how they horribly mistreat people and stuff and then like it kind of in in a darkly comic you know karmic way um comes back and bites them when he you know uses those same beliefs but at like ten thousand times power right? that is that is i feel like that's just like a really really obvious way to like i'm not like that's a I, it million corny as hell but billion I feel like times it's just better like, than what we got yeah it, it doesn't make any sense to not do that it doesn't make sense to have it be like what if superman's parents were still good <laughs> but he Super- just decided to be evil not it's even like decided. what is that story they gave yeah a- not even decide he, he just the, the <laughs> evil switch turns on when he turns 13 right yeah yeah the, um, Maybe it's a metaphor for uh, it's you know, a, these dark teenagers. Am I right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the um, the, yeah, it, it's funny because when you look at it like that, Alex, it it seems like less of a pitch, or it seems no, Brightburn seems like a pitch that was made after they were pitched a like five second version of Superman. 
So they only got the like alien falls into a field and okay, that's enough. Yeah. Also, we're gonna give <laughs> okay. you way less money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, how about this alien falls into a field, but yeah. he's bad. That it is. There's like it's not even like a butt. It's just like he is this, bad. This yeah. bad alien falls into a field. Like no, that's this the is problem with this bad movie. child, this is a butt. bad it's parents. A it's it's, it's yeah. like high school level like writing exercises. If you've ever done that with like <laughs> a group of people, where the idea is to where someone gives you starts with a prompt and then you work on it a little bit and then like after a sediment pass time, it to the next person. No, the, the other person that has to add to it. So like you end right, up with right. this like cumulative undertaking that you know unsurprisingly is usually very incoherent yeah uh sure. i think so, even then it's it, like, that's that's how they made the new star wars movies right, right. <laughs> I got him. even then got like, him. i think handing it off like like that exercise would still produce something that like changes right like this is a pretty everybody's in a pretty static state as a character from the start oh yeah that's it's like doing that exercise, but uh, you're playing chess against yourself. It's yeah. just you pass it back to yourself. Exactly, yeah. It's like, <laughs> and no nothing, could, nothing changed. Yeah, and nothing <laughs> continued to because, change, yeah. Because I think that to come up with any story that is remotely interesting, you need to have some awareness of causality. You need to know that <laughs> a thing happens and that because changes something, and then someone something. is different because of that change. I I've had enough of you with your stories where characters mm-hmm. do things and have conflicts that is, but and that's make choices. Rudimentary, that's rudimentary anything. Like, like you know that when you're a kid. You, you like that's that's stuff that that's beyond formulaic. It's it's Actually, like, in a lot of ways this feels like a child telling them like in the same way of like how a child would explain a movie to you, what happens, where like they don't talk yes. about like characters choosing things. Yeah. It's like this happened, then this happened. Because they're like this, this ahead of time. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, all right, yeah. It's like a kid playing with toys. It's like they have a world that makes sense in their head, but they don't need to actually articulate it because they just that stuff's not as interesting yeah, as having a The audience should just understand the state of things. Yeah. Or the audience world. shouldn't yeah. care about the stuff that isn't exciting. Like, I think that's maybe what they're trying to do here. Like they, but then why even make the movie to begin with? That's a very good question at the end of the day. When it's like, why would you even, if you're not going to do anything with this premise, like why, why did you feel compelled to make this? The premise itself ends up like stretched way too thin. Like, especially since you have these like gruesome acts of violence and then occasionally these just like, pointless downtime sequences. Yeah. It ends up making the thing sort of like almost episodic at times. Yeah. Where you have like <laughs> the freakouts and then life on the farm. I don't even know. I feel it's closer <laughs> to like a slasher movie where like Jason has parents that don't really pay attention to what he gets up to at night. <laughs> it's not like, like Jason comes for his they're, parents. They're just incidental. They're just incidental yeah. characters in it. And like all you're seeing is just somebody who starts. Jason movie loves evil. his mother. He do- he yes. would never do yeah. that to her. <laughs> you would just kill her in a different way, but like that's about the only like you you could have any sort of like slasher be the murderer in this. Like you don't need yeah that. Yeah, yeah yeah. And the fact that it's like a kid and, like going after his parents doesn't make the story that interesting because it's not exactly like it's a new phenomenon in horror. No, it's in fact it's just about the oldest phenomenon in horror <laughs> right up there with like, like Nosferatu, the yeah. idea of like, like the demon child. That's, yeah. The child is, turning on a parent. Yeah. Yes. This is, and this is like prototypical horror because it's like, it's the, it's the fundamental idea of, of, you know, what if you lose control 
not only of yourself, but of, you know, the people that you're supposed to take care of. And what if, what if like the, the, the family, conflict. yeah. What yeah. if the family impulses, like the one thing you should believe in, which is like a parent's love for a child. What if that is yeah. complicated somehow? So this was, this doesn't do any of that. This is some, yeah. like, again, yeah, this is, again some, into that. some silent <laughs> film era stuff. Like this isn't something that is remotely revolutionary disguising it like with the with like half realized trappings of superman stuff yeah. doesn't make it any more interesting um like in a lot of ways it feels like this movie should have come out in like 1982 yeah it's like a cheap like yeah slasher yeah yeah, horror yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't seem a 2019 movie at all yeah, yeah actually if it, if it had come out decades ago it probably would be on those lists like oh this is kind of a curiosity they, yeah, they decided absolutely. to do because because when it comes out right now it's obviously because oh Superheroes are very exactly. big right no. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's. Uh, I agree with that completely. It Alex. wouldn't be this weird movie from the eighties where like, oh, somebody really took a weird take out of like Richard Donner's Superman. No, yeah, they yeah. would. They would look at it. Had it been made in the eighties, people would have been like, like, look at the antithesis of what was happening. Like, look at the look at someone reacting to like the one superhero movie of the year in a completely opposite yeah. way. Um, right. Dialogue would have made more sense in like a she- like a cheap eighties. Yeah, and had this come out in the, like yeah in the eighties or the early nineties, it would have it would have some apologists for sure. I'm sure there are l- lots of apologists for this movie. I know people would... who think this is good. Really? Yes. I have yet to encounter anybody who thinks that it's good, but I would love to actually hear someone's take on it. They just like the premise and but that's it. Seem to and that's seem all to there is. There's... like everything else that happened in the movie, but yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Uh, the only thing I was going to point out is, uh, I guess from the first time I saw this movie, I pointed out that there is a scene where the kid lifts up a car and they even fuck up like a potential action comics shot. Hey, they don't want to get sued here. Really good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's amazing. (laughs) Like kid lifts a truck and they're like, nah, we don't have to do it. Like they know so little about Superman. (laughs) Despite agreeing to like spend a few million no, dollars on this movie, they only heard about him moments before they pitched it. They saw Man of Steel, yeah, like three hours before they. They saw a few no, minutes no, no. of they, it on they, a bus. They couple episodes of Supergirl. They, yeah. They're not directly familiar with the character. He shows up as like a bit player. Hey, what if this CW show were about an evil person? Yeah. They got yeah, any of that yeah. in the in the pipeline? Well, yeah, but it'll be a couple more years. Now yeah. let's fast track this motherfucker. <laughs> This is definitely a testament to the fact that um, James Gunn is is like is who he is and has has risen from being a like a like a horror auteur filmmaker to being a like a genuine blockbuster maker. Yeah, like to a, being like yeah, like, like a Peter like Jackson, someone who yeah. was courted immediately by the competition a couple summers ago when things didn't go the way he wanted to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, you know, all credit to him. I'm like, again, I'll say some nice things about this before we stop. Elizabeth Banks is great. The kid is good, too. Like, he actually is. He's creepy and unsettling. And he's. That's fair. He's not dealing with a lot of actual issues. But he's, he's also not working with a lot, that actor. No, no, no. He's a, I, so I think the two of them are good. I think that. Um, they, uh, they do elevate. The complete absence of material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> That's on the I back of the DVD. Yeah. No, that's so. That's what I would say. It's um, it's it looks competent. Um, There's a few things that like they shouldn't have shown. It's not an interesting variety of locations or or you, you don't get any. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of just like 
fodder here that doesn't need to be there. Um, running at the clock in a very short movie seems to be a thing yeah. here too. But I will say that those two, like the the idea that it's that the direction and the um and the like two leads are good is enough to give it like I, like I'm not gonna say they're. They're they're doing a better job than the movie deserves, but I'm not going to say they're like performances that are worth seeing this movie had it, for. Ha, Elizabeth Banks deserves praise here because she's she is. Okay, Jordan has a crush. Let's let's move on. It's I, not I, even I a question. It's not that Jordan's given this a little more credit than maybe. No, because she hears this, she'll bit. find out. I didn't see the Charlie's Angels remake. You son of a oh, yeah. you how could you, Jordan? Yeah. Because I was waiting for her to invite me, and then I think she got the wrong number. She must have lost my number. Yes. No, yeah. Like, um, you know, like she's, she's a yeah. great actress. New phone. I'm a big phone. fan of yeah, her work. But, like, this is not – and, yeah, she she works this, like, this material as well as it can be done. You're also talking about – But it's not – like, I, you, I would not recommend this movie. In terms, of, in terms of performers with comedic timing – you're not going to get much better than Elizabeth Banks in general. No, like, like not, not at all. She's extremely funny and and like like infinitely charming. But neither of those like amazing skills are put to good work here at all. Like yeah. it is just a. I don't want to say it's a waste of her time because like what the fuck do I get to say? But she is it's a waste so, of my time. She's so she's far better than this above material. This. Yeah. And and again, that is like the classic NMMP problem. But unlike most. You know, unlike, say, uh, Uma Thurman in My Super Ex-Girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Banks does seem to be trying here. She's, she is, yeah. She's, so, she's, like, putting her best foot forward. She Without her, the movie would be dead in the water, even more than it already is. So I give her, like, major, major, major points here. I think it would be a lot more of an unintentional comedy if you had a worse actress as the mother. Yeah, like, she like, saves this for to what end? I don't. I couldn't really tell you, like, but yeah, it's a lot of moments would have been a lot goofier. Yeah, yeah. but certainly there's been there's been uh, there's been fewer reasons to loud a movie with it on this yeah. show. Hey, I only I like how it was in color for eighty five percent of the time. They only lost the color for fifty percent of the movie. <laughs> yeah. A plus. All right, let's. Uh, See, I've already done my most normal moments, but okay. as my friends here uh, calculate theirs, I'm going to remind everybody to go to normalmovies.com, which is uh, lovingly and sporadically updated <laughs> by Andrew here. Um, More yeah, sporadic than loving. Uh, yeah, just like Elizabeth <laughs> Banks' parenting style. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Golden Pounce, which is an account I use mainly to retweet goofball things that Alex messages <laughs> completely out of context and not promoting what we're doing here at all. But, you know, check it out anyways. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and Normal Movies for Normal People is on iTunes, Stitcher, Android Tunes, Bing, Google, Google Plus, yeah. Google Chrome. It's on all your favorite uh, podcast um, alley. Google Minus. Google, Google Minus. minus yep. Yeah. Um, you hearing these guys, which is my favorite podcast hosting platform. <laughs> you hearing these guys? <laughs> what? I'll take that tepid laugh. <laughs> All right. I, I like <laughs> the it. The best I'm going to get. They, okay. they, they pay us to say it like that. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. And, and we guys? need the money. Yeah. And my was, hand is yeah. definitely like gesturing in some sort of uh, indignant fashion here. So, <laughs> Yes. Um. So, yeah, I gave my most normal moment, which is the, the gym teacher threatening to 
fail a, a little girl because she doesn't want to touch a person who broke into her house. Andrew, what do you got? It's called education. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the inexplicable dream sequence. That's, uh, <laughs> I didn't talk about that. I yeah. can't believe that didn't uh, The dad so who stupid. has uh, Roy from The Office, uh, yeah. somebody who like throughout the movie has no character to him. Like, like name anything about him aside from the fact that he... I have one. I have one. I have one. Oh, it's it's sort of related to what you were saying. Uh, He likes to discourage his son from having a gun and then immediately take him out to the woods the next day with his gun to show him how great guns and hunting are. Yeah. That won't make the kid mad at all or anything like that. Hey, man. That won't factor into like the overall helplessness of being a child. He's a good dad. Uh, but the jokes on me, they don't actually yeah. even talk about it. But that. for some reason, yeah. they commit to this character having a dream sequence. Yeah, shouldn't it be Elizabeth Banks having I the dream sequence? Think, you would think. Nah. Uh, yeah. But he wakes up. Roy uh, wouldn't do the movie. He's like, I, I, will, want, a, I, I want a dream sequence. Like, all right, okay, fine. We can be, like, we got nothing else to do in this. That's like, why movie. there are so many dream sequences in the office. Yes. He wouldn't do any <laughs> scenes unless... <laughs> Unless he showed up. <laughs> right. and he wouldn't show up unless there was like a surreal scene where he was Michael Scott and yeah. Michael Scott was working in the warehouse, but Michael Scott was engaged to Pam Beasley and then Roy slash Michael Scott tries to talk to Jan, but Jan has his father's face and then he yeah. wakes up. <laughs> it's a classic episode. It is. Uh, yeah, so uh, the dream sequence is mostly just showing the... I guess when they discovered the kid in the woods in his spaceship, which is one of the things they probably should have just kept off screen. That spaceship doesn't look great. Uh, they were using a real spaceship for it, so uh, get off their back. But my most normal moment is uh, he encounters his Elizabeth Banks, his wife in the woods, clutching a little bundle. And then she just starts, like, bleeding from everywhere and reaches out to him and he wakes up. Oh, and then the baby pounces on him. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. How'd you forget about that? Can't just skip over pounces on yeah. this show. There's well, a, there, that's one no thing I'll say. No will ever go unnoticed. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I will give to this movie. There's more pouncing than normal. Yes. Yeah. The kid is a pouncer. A super pouncer. Yeah. But not like the pouncer in Men in Black. Yeah. The oh, greatest pouncer of them all. That guy is a super comma pouncer. <laughs> and Brandon Breyer is a super dash pouncer. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Alex, what's your most normal movie? Moment. Um, your most normal movie is this movie. What's yes. your most normal moment? Yes. I can't I I cannot get over the fact that this movie has no themes. <laughs> no, no arcs. Here's it the has theme. No. Nothing in it. It's Sorry. got some people are just shitty from the start. There's nothing you can do about it. Which is actually yes. kind of a good it, message for kids, but it like, doesn't really make it maybe, as a Maybe like it's not very aspirational moral there i guess uh keep your moralizing out of my move no you're right i guess i guess it was time the american public got a movie that said you know sometimes uh your 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 you know spaceship you arrived in just calls out to you and turns you evil you know and and you have to cut those people out of your life but it's also impossible to do that because they are stronger than you and they're better than you and you should give up now like that that's the moral i think that they took from this one even even touching. friggin' Dragon Ball does the landing <laughs> alien better than this. For sure. <laughs> yes. It's not yes. even close. I'm like barely even being at like shitty about it. Like yes. that also is a Superman crash landing alien space pod 
thing. I mean, you gathered all that from Dragon Ball Evolution, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, and my master's thesis. Oh right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even want to think about what you. Um, oh man. Heteronormativity and the Ginyu Force. Got yes. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that one did better. I mean, Anyways, we're in um, the acknowledgements for it, so. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm, <laughs> I'm an expert on murder. <laughs> I get it. Andrew doesn't, but I get it. No, he's like, yeah, you look like you're an expert on murder there, wide load. That's what he was thinking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we were all thinking it, yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I'm going to go with the possibly unintentionally comedic moment where the mom is hiding under the bed while like one of the sheriffs just get like <laughs> uh yeah you, you ever see okay so basically the sheriffs show up to her house while the kid is just like flying through it creating like looney tunes style like holes behind him <laughs> yeah it's like very, silhouette it's very roadrunnery yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he used the Benny Hill theme behind <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. So, so the kids meet meeping through all the walls, and um, he's. Uh, he, I love it. I like the, the part. The, I like the part where Elizabeth Banks paints a mural of a of a desert vista to stop him, but yes. he just runs right through it, and then I she's like, "Maybe I can do that too," and she walks right into the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've actually never seen that superpower before, so that might have been the one creative moment. Um, but yeah, so the sheriff is looking for him and he finds the sheriff first and he's – so you can see in the back of the shot out of focus, he's like pummeling her against the walls. But it's like um, it's like when you see footage of like a – they give like a chimpanzee like a doll or something and it's just like swinging it around the cage. Like he's just like bouncing around and like there's just like shapes flying in the background of the shot and the mom's in the foreground looking terrified. It just looks very like – it's super out of place because it could be like a darkly comic moment in a movie that was trying to do that. Yeah. But instead it just looks like bad effects or like an unfinished idea like the rest of the movie, I guess. Does this actually... My normal moment. That's your most normal moment. Um, yeah. I'm Golden Pounce, what are we doing? Is it the, the bad baby? It's either the pouncing baby or uh is it the rice sugar pops bull like the, <laughs> the mascot on the cereal is pretty good i think i think um i think i, pouncing I feel baby. like pouncing baby is gonna be the funnier screen yeah for sure gallery. oh it's gonna be so hard to find that one uh no, no love for like bobblehead astronaut no it's creepy the pouncing uh, baby was in your aforementioned dream sequence it's true which in itself is woefully out of place <laughs> that's here. fair all so, right yeah. we're gonna give it to the pouncing baby there we go yeah. i feel like that's nowhere near the first pouncing baby in the gallery at this point but uh we've got to at least be like a half dozen at this <laughs> point. I'm, I'm yeah. sure it wouldn't be the first serial mascot either so that's true that absolutely um we do have some like creepy kids drawings that's true <laughs> yeah. yeah um he just keeps doing the cool ass in this movie he doesn't do any like, oh yeah alex cool. wouldn't stop because <laughs> oh okay God. he I wouldn't love, fucking uh, stop for 80 minutes listener yes. so it's so, the only thing that kept me involved so in the movie brandon draws this like creepy image thing it's that a looks, logo it's a itself. logo that has it's like a, two it's b's a on it logo yeah um and then alex wouldn't <laughs> stop saying it was just the cool s yeah <laughs> it's the cool s i wasn't wrong yeah i there did like the, the, the sheriff not sheriff. putting it together <laughs> that was pretty yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 got he's got the the picture. He's got the notebook of all the B drawings. He's got the picture of the B drawing, and then he's got the cool S that his child drew. Right? Wait, I might be misremembering. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, think there's actually. It's only cool a symbol that's appeared in blood, like at the last four <laughs> crime scenes he's been yes. to. It, it could be anything. Yeah. I like I like at the very end they show us that he drew the symbol on like the wreckage of the plane he crashed. Like we we couldn't figure out that it was him. We were like, damn, did that plane just happen to crash right after it faded to black and he was <laughs> looking at the plane with malice in his eye? Oh, his logo's on it. He must have taken the plane down. That's wild. Oh my god. Just man, Acosta really pays attention during this movie. Yeah, it's I like, know, right? Yeah, that's uh, my only Some hope was something like this. Uh, like we're about to do our rankings now. Um, and my only hope is that you two are more appreciative of something like, um, like special or defender, which is also like, like, you know, micro budget explorations of like what it means to be a superhero. This is going to be one of the harder movies. This is not an exploration of what it means to be a superhero. No, this but that's why, not an exploration that's of like why I'm saying yeah. that you ought to be more grateful yeah. for those movies. Defendor is technically in my bottom half. It's number 80. Oh God, it's got some, this is, this it's like is, right in the middle so for me. Really? In, in the past, in yeah, the past, I've good. given very boring stuff, oh, very Defender, low rankings. Miss. Yeah. Yeah, Alex, Wait. it's almost like our rankings are a little maybe wrong. <laughs> okay, okay, so so I, I I have Electra at 133 out of 148, right? Because that movie is boring beyond belief. Nothing yeah. happens. I honestly I don't even know if I can call this movie more boring. This movie is more empty. It's like a it's a void. <laughs> Nothing in there. It's it's a it's a null. Like if you're if you're a software developer like <laughs> I am. Uh, I get it. It, 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 it. It's just it's just not even the absence of a value. It is not a value in the first place. Man, I was really harsh on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. Was that movie, like, really bad? Yeah, yeah, it was. I okay. think that was another boring one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they wrapped in an elevator, and it was the best part of that movie. And I think it's, like, 40 seconds. See, mine is going to be up. Like, it's going to be higher just because, like, I can't I, put it lower than Garfield. I don't know. I'm kind of with a cost on this where it's, like, there's nothing... There's nothing there. Like, Garfield, it, you can at least, like, there's, like, somebody wrote a joke for that movie. You know I, what I mean? Like, I somebody. Have, oh, my God. Yeah, no, keep going. Okay, you, I, no, I get it. You've got a crush on the actress. There's, Whatever. There's it's characters. Right, that, like, Garfield makes choices in that movie. Yeah? Uh, yeah. He chooses yeah. to find He chooses to rescue yeah. Odie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, why do I have Surrogates, a movie that none of us can remember for a second, at 96? I don't know. That was the one with Bruce Willis's wig. All right. Yeah, we did like the wig. Okay. I think I know where I'm putting this. Okay, but, why don't uh, you go ahead? All right. Go I'm ahead. Gonna, I'm going to place it with uh, its obvious counterparts. It's going to be breaking up the DC Extended Universe at 136. Holy shit. Yeah, like this is a nothing movie to me. Oh, uh, that's harsh even for a nothing movie. It's between I feel Batman like... v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Suicide Squad. Holy shit. Okay. Wow, those are really low. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Oh, my God. Do you want to embarrass yourself real quick? Uh, want me to? Do you want me to add the peer pressure to lower it? Yeah. Please. No. Yeah. You go first, Alex. I'm still. I'm still sussing. I think he out. needs convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This one is going to go in a very similar spot. This is going to go right. This is the new precipice between boring and actually just like garbage trash fire. Yeah. Um. Well, hold on. Cowboys and Aliens is just boring, right? It's. Uh. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right, so I'm going to put this at 135, actually, so very close to Holy where Holy shit, guys. 
right for i don't so despite how angry and upset i sound right now which is an accurate reflection of my inner feelings i also am not like actually mad at this movie because it's bad i want to make that so so clear and i feel like i have but just to reiterate this is not a bad movie in the way that some of the stuff above it is like dick tracy or um you know fantastic four two is above it uh it's also not a bad movie in the way that the things below it are like shark shark boy and lava girl and ghost rider this is just the complete absence of anything that like at this point you know not to be the the film teacher the the lit teacher or whatever yeah but like there's nothing that actually makes a story in this it is just a collection of scenes with the same basic idea of like superman powers but you're doing them to hurt people you know what i mean without any kind of like statement or question behind that it is just a concept with a million dollars like behind each scene probably more i'm not gonna do the math so so this there one's going out once on that spaceship yeah that's a good point now that you think you know those leds add up mm-hmm. um so it's going below cowboys and aliens which was the last old guard between boring and bad <laughs> and it's going above max steel which is where they just get really bad that is atrocious like that is one of the it's, absolute worst things this, to watch for this yeah, show this for is sure I know I – it's very bad. I, yeah. I know I say this a lot, but this is almost like I don't want to rate it because it doesn't belong with our list of wow. like actual I, movies. That's I, one of the harshest things you've ever said. Well, but, but that doesn't always mean it's – wow. that, yeah. that doesn't always mean it's bad. I said the same thing about Birdman. Which I said it doesn't. Well, that go was with the that was like me being watched. a little dick and making it so that you had to watch like a prestige mo- fucking yeah. Oscar movie and, and describing it. This, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I, I I think for all the reasons that Acosta said, uh, like this movie doesn't really justify its own existence. It doesn't at all. I, we've been talking about that the no. whole time, and I've been like definitely in full agreement with you guys about that. But I'm going to be a little more generous. I mean, this isn't going high. This isn't going to leave the hundreds. Yeah. Um, Thank God. But it's going to be right next to the mask. There we go. 111. Just because it is saved by it's saved by Elizabeth Banks. The kid is fine. The 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 the. I'm looking at what's below this man, and I that's think where I have kinda, like League yeah. of Extraordinary Gentlemen and Swamp Thing. This like, is below League it. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. This is um, so 110 is Blade Trinity, a movie that is like. A total wash. Yeah. Um, but it's above X-Men Apocalypse, which is, like, actively offensive. I don't think Apocalypse is that bad. Dude, we saw that in theaters, and we were in... Not that bad relative to this. Oh, like, no way. I think it's... I, I would way rather watch this again. And I did, tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Okay. Brightburn. So, uh, Blade Trinity on top, Brightburn, X-Men Apocalypse. Yikes. And, fellas... That means we are at 149 movies. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's actually kind of crazy. I mean, we have been doing this for like six years. <laughs> but <laughs> Really? Um, Damn. And we missed an entire year where we basically recorded like twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that's awesome. And I think we should do something. To for 150? It. Absolutely. Let's, we will. What are you, what are you, what are you hoping for? I mean, obviously, I think we're out of good movies. I don't think we're out of. I don't think we're out of good movies. I don't know. Can we um, boot up the old Normotron and see if we uh, let that pick our next episode? Yeah, if you really (laughs) want to. Andrew's looking horrified. All right, let's see what we got here. Got it. This works. (laughs) 
yeah. Uh, did you think we were going to make it to 150, Alex? That means that you've spent like, <laughs> yeah, jokes on you, motherfucker. It means you spent like 400 hours doing this shit. Probably way more. Uh. Doesn't it feel great? Boop. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So our uh, our options are uh, the specials or Thor. Let's do the specials because it's another James Gunn movie. Really? Yeah. For 150? Sure. Yeah. Why not? There you go. Yeah. It's also like Can't 70 we haven't minutes. watched Thor. That's so wild. All right. That's um, yesterday's news. We're watching the specials next time, Yesterday, Superman, right here. All right, the specials. It sure is a movie that exists, I guess. If it was up for me, it was up to me, we would be walking. Oh, can I make a suggestion, actually? You already made a suggestion. No, 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 I'm going to do another one. I'm going to suggest something actually concrete here. Okay. So, Lord knows that uh, you guys thought we would make it this far, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. Sure, It was a real like unlikely thing, especially when I moved and especially with Alex moving and all that other stuff. And Andrew's like weekly, like cross continental travel schedule. I am an international business. You are. Yes. There you go. With many contacts. Yes. Um, the accounts. So this is, I'd say to celebrate the unlikely existence of the show, (laughs) we really, uh, we really go after someone (laughs) who had to fight, for his acknowledgement as a as the hero that we all know him to be, I say we watch Underdog. <laughs> I thought you said there's a concrete idea at the end of this. Underdog is the Sounds concrete like some idea. Horse crap. <laughs> no, it's do- Underdog's a dog, not a horse. <laughs> uh, you really want to use that Disney Plus account, don't you? Is it yeah. on that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yo, yeah, you added it to our watch list. Oh, uh, did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it's already right. set. Okay, then so it's settled. We're watching. We're the watching Underdog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, so that's not what I said. Andrew. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sign off for myself, <laughs> Jordan, and for Andrew. Thanks for listening. And for Alex. Bye. And I'm saying that the next time you hear from us, I assure you, it will be either, <laughs> either uh, the specials or Underdog that we will be covering. Maybe both. Perhaps we can watch them at the same time. <laughs> So until next time, everybody. Roof. 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 Roof.